Welcome back to Ask the Athletes. I'm Jake Lancer with Daniel Lynch for HWTV, and today we're here with the sensational duo of Brady Dunlap and Cam Thrower. The Wolverines are undefeated in open division pool play and are gearing up for the championship against Corona Centennial. Before we get into all the details, can you give us a little background information about yourself, your grade, how long you've been at Harvard Westlake, and how long you've been on the team? Uh, my name is Cameron Thor. Um, I'm currently a senior, and I've been uh, at Harvard Westlake uh, since ninth grade, and I've been on the team since ninth grade. Uh, I'm Brady Dunlap. I transferred here as a sophomore from Hart High School, um, and I've been on the team for two years now. So. Cam, you've been playing out of your mind lately, just taking over games <laughs> at times. And the team's gotten stagnant. You've been the guy to make big shots and really get the momentum flowing. What what is what you what do you contribute to the recent success? Um, you know, my role as one of my roles as a leader is to bring energy. Um, I just go out in the game and play hard and just try to make uh, winning plays for my team, whether that be scoring, passing, rebounding, or getting stops on defense and. You know, as you mentioned, when the offense got stagnant, uh, I made some shots that got the momentum going. But, you know, it's I truly thank my teammates because they put me in a position to score and they set screens, pass me the ball and do a bunch of things so I can be successful. And I just try to return the favor. Talking on teammates, let's talk about team dynamics. Brady, you just transferred from uh, Hart to Harvard Westlake. Can you talk about that transition and how this team just brought that integration in? Well, obviously, it was uh, it's kind of always different when you come in as a sophomore as, as opposed to a freshman. Um, there's a lot of uh, thought there was some maybe some jealousy and stuff like that. And people like kind of looking at you a little differently because you just transferred in here. Like, why are you here? Like stuff like that. But I feel like just just the hard work and the like the growth of the team or going out to eat or just do stuff like that. We, we you know, we just kind of grew together as a team. And that's that's it wasn't really an issue after the first couple of weeks. So. And Kim, you've been here and on the team since ninth grade. How do you think that's helped your leadership on the team? Um, it's it's definitely helped tremendously. Um, <clears throat> Coach Rebo has been helping me along the way. And, you know, playing um, with guys like Johnny Juzang, Mason Hook, Spencer Hubbard, and Brace Dodd, I've kind of learned different ways players lead. And, you know, I try to take a little bit from each player and kind of turn it into my own thing and kind of create something positive out of that. And you've been since you've seen this team since your ninth grade year. How do you think this team just differs from all the years before, and was like made it able for you to get to that final? Um, I think what's different is is um, you know with the addition of Brady Dunlap, you know it's kind of helped things um, in terms of our scoring production. Um, you know we've had teams where we were more defensively minded, and on offense we were kind of lacking a little bit. But this year. I think we have a good balance of great defense and great offense, and I think that uh, with Brady and I, a bunch of uh, along with Landon, Jacob, and Dante and Trent and all the role players, I feel like we create that good balance where we work as a team and uh, create great shots offensively and work as a team defensively and play hard for one another and get stops. You know, just talking about your scoring production lately. I mean, I want to go back to the third quarter last Friday against Sierra. You were all tied up late in the third and. Going into the fourth, you ended up scoring 10 in the fourth, leading you guys to that win where you came back because you're down at half, actually. What was going through your head uh, before that fourth quarter? Uh, nothing, really. I was just trying to keep my confidence. Um, the first three quarters were a bit rough uh, shooting-wise for me. I was uh, The shots felt good. They just weren't falling. So at that point, I just looked to my coaches, looked to my teammates. They were all Cam and Dante and everyone was just keep shooting and keep firing because if I'm hitting, then we have a better chance to win. So I just, just keeping that confidence was huge for me. Uh, not going down on myself because that's been happening in the past. I've missed a couple shots and I kind of hit the tank. So 
just keeping that confidence and that really just helped me in the fourth quarter just forget the past and just move on and from a personal standpoint. So And Cam, it seems so a spark has lit in this postseason. You dropped eighteen points against Sierra Canyon. How like what do you think transitioned between regular season into the postseason and what did that do with your mindset? Um, I think for me personally, you know, I've been through a lot uh, with like I had COVID, I had a bunch of injuries and <clears throat> right now I'm kind of at that point where I'm hitting my stride uh, rhythmically and I feel like I'm peaking at the right time in terms of playing really good basketball. And I feel like, you know, um, with us having a great team, you know, I don't have to go out and score, you know, a certain amount of points. Like I just have to go out and make plays and that score and it, that's been the case so far. Um, but mostly I just try and go out and help my team win in all facets, facets of the game. And I feel like, you know, offensively I've been producing and I just got to keep it up and keep uh, empowering my players as well to, you know, hit their stride and keep um, keep up with consistent effort. You know, when we were talking to Coach Rebibo earlier this morning, I told him that the season or this postseason at, at least feels sort of like a revenge tour in a way because especially for you, Cam, you guys have had some trouble with Sierra or modern day past postseasons. And even this year, you avenged your only uh, in-state loss this season with Notre Dame last week. What do you think is different about this team where you've been able to get over that hump and lead the team to their first ever CIF championship game? I think we've been through a lot of adversity. Uh, like I mentioned, this team has been through COVID injuries. So I think that we've kind of grown closer as a, te- as a team and that camaraderie has kind of just spiked ever since. And I think that our belief, we believe that we belong and we have that confidence like we belong and we can play with anybody and that we're going to go out, trust our game plan, and uh, make sure that we get the job done, and that's to win. Brady, throughout the season, it seems like all eyes have been on you being a transfer and just big expectations all in all, but you actually are very humble about how good you are as a player. How do you think your modesty rubs off on this team? I mean, I feel like uh, being humble is uh, something that the a whole team, I think, adopts. Um, it's, it's very important to not have too big of an ego because I feel like if you – if you have that, it's it's it preys on your downfall somewhat. You get too confident. You just gotta you gotta understand where you are. Obviously, individually, I don't like I'm. I feel like I'm a good player, but I'm good because of all my teammates around me and my coaching staff. So like it's not like I've put a lot of work in, but so have they, and they're helping me, and I'm helping them. It's it's all a teamwork effort. So that's really something. We talk so much about the veteran leaders of this team and how much they've done, and definitely rightfully so, but. It's honestly crazy to think that a sophomore is the one that ended up making those shots to seal the game against Sierra. Trent Perry was at the free throw line with a couple seconds left to get it to that three-point lead. As a role model for him, Cam, have you seen him progress this year into the player that Coach Rubibo now can trust to be out on the floor in crunch time situations? Um, there have definitely been some ups and downs with him. Um, I've obviously, you know, tried to teach him the game as a point guard because, you know, my junior year I was on the ball after being off the ball and, you know, I had to learn on the fly in just a couple short months, and he's kind of going through that same thing of learning, um, of learning and learning fast. Um, obviously, the season, you know, it's only thirty, maybe forty games. So, you know, before you know it, you're halfway through the season, and he's done a great job of adapting to the way Coach Rubio wants to pl- wants him to play. And I feel like um, going through the season, he's had a, uh, some downs because you know it's a learning process, and he was trying to figure it out, but. Now that he's, um, now that since the second half of the season and going into playoffs, he's kind of figured it out and he's found a role for himself to where he can be an aggressive point guard that 
um, creates for others as well as creating for himself. And, you know, those shots against Sierra Canyon, he does that a lot in practice and he does that a lot. He's done that a lot in the regular season games. And, you know, it's just a byproduct of his work and I'm super proud of him. We're all proud of him and we just want nothing but the best for him. Again, in a past interview with Coach Rabibo, we just talked about how Sierra essentially felt like the final game since everyone was just looking at you guys as the top two teams. How do you guys keep that mindset to be at your peak performance against Centennial? I mean, it was this weekend after we won was was, you know, it was a, a high for all of us. We got a lot of publicity and um so just going into Monday, we really had to like lock back in and just we had to preach the fact that we don't have a ring on our fingers yet. We got to win this game to uh, put a banner on the wall. So I think just the the fact that we haven't really accomplished what we set out to accomplish yet is really just it's made an impact on all of our guys. And I feel like that's just going to keep us going and keep us motivated for this next game. So we all want that ring. Yeah, yeah you guys talk. You talked about the media sort of publicity now. Just, do you guys get any satisfaction from getting recognition that you guys deserve finally being one of the best teams in Southern California? Um, Either of you, yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's definitely satisfying to see that all the work uh, has paid off. Um, obviously, for me, you know, I've been here for three years and we've had three painful um, yep. postseasons. And now the fact that, you know, we finally got over that hump and now we're seeing like kind of the benefits of our hard work and our pain that we went through. Um, it's obviously it's definitely satisfying, but like Brady said, um, that's only the semifinal game, and we still have one more to go. And this is a good Corona Centennial team that's trying to avenge their loss um, from last year to, uh, against us, and we just got to go in prepared and ready to, uh, and we just got to be pre prepared for anything that they throw at us and execute and get the win. We talked about your humbleness a little bit earlier. <laughs> I got to bring it up again, sorta. When we were t when you were on our post game show after the Notre Dame win. Uh, and I asked you about your matchup with Dusty Stromer. You told me that you try not to think about it in the one-on-one -on -one sense and more in a five-on-five. -five. It's no secret that you're going to be taking on another top class of 2023 prospect in Jared McCain. How are you going to go about staying focused on the whole Centennial team and not only the one-on-one -on -one matchup with him? Um, you know, it's obviously there's a battle between me and him, I feel like. Uh, but I want to win that battle for the team. It's not It's not whether, like, early in the season, I thought that I wanted to win that battle for the publicity and for the Instagram and all that stuff. But, like, now it's more It's more so that I just want to, I want to win the game. And if that means I'll do anything I possibly can to win this game, whether that is beat him in that, in scoring, or if he, he beats me in scoring, as long as we, we, I just have to neutralize that and have to just not really focus on that matchup and focus on just, just the scoreboard. I look up at the score, we're winning or losing. It's not looking at individual points or how many points he scored. It's, it's all it's all got to be about the team this Friday for us to have a chance to win. So. You, <laughs> sorry, no. you guys are pretty familiar with the Centennial team. Actually, you've won the past five games in a row against them uh, each time you faced off. And along with that, you guys are both on Team Why Not. I know Jared McCain's on Team Why Not, and a couple other Centennial players. I'm pretty sure. So, how does that familiarity go in a factor into this game on Friday? Um, yeah, I definitely, I was with Why Not for a couple of years and that before I moved to West Coast Elite, but, um, I've known Jared since seventh and eighth grade, so I'm very familiar with him. Obviously, he's like a little brother to me, but, um, you know, with the Centennial team, we played them the past five times, most of them being on the road and a couple being at home. I felt like most of those games, we've found a way to just pull them out and pull out gritty games that, you know, even though things weren't going in our favor, we just still found a way. And I think that... Being this, 
only that this is a championship game, it's going to be even tougher. Stakes are higher, and we just got to go in, focus, and because, you know, we don't want to lose an opportunity to get our ring. And, you know, this being my last year, I want to um, end on a high note. And this happens to be the high note in being the championship, and I want to end out as a winner. The ending of the Sierra Canyon game was crazy. I mean, Brady, you were with all the fanatics, and Cam, you ran up somewhere towards the bleachers. What was going through your guys' mind once you won? Well, for me, it was just the lifetime of work that I've put in and the team has like put in. I feel like, you know, when we first got here, it was me as a sophomore, and I've heard all the stories of you know Cam coming as a freshman. It was it's very tough. Like the way practices are very grueling. It's it's two hours. We're going hard at each other, and it's. And it seemed like the last couple of years, it, it didn't amount to anything at all, which really hurt. It was a lot of tears were shed and, and sadness and it was it was painful. But I feel like, um, you know, that win just helped us get over that hump, get over that 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 wall that was kind of in front of us and punching through that was just the greatest feeling in the world. But as I said before, we're not we're not done yet at all. So um, obviously, after the Sierra Canyon game, uh, I ran up um, to the bleachers, as you guys saw, um, I ran up to my dad and you know, Harvard Westlake has given um, a lot to me. They helped me out a lot, but my dad has been such an integral part in my process and helping me uh, working out and putting up shots and ball handling and just a bunch of different things that has allowed me to become the player I am. And, you know, I wanted to share that moment with him because I owe like pretty much all of my success to him and the player I've become because, you know, he's worked behind the scenes hours and hours endlessly to try and put me in the best position I can be in. And, you know, not a lot of people are going to know that, but I just wanted to mention, like, you know, he's the reason why I'm the player I am. It's great that we could get that in. And on top of that, just the emotion-wise, putting together a video leading up to the Centennial game, just looking at all the feed. I have so many just videos of you just screaming at the fanatics, pumping them up, getting everyone all riled and hyped up. How does your interaction with the fanatics sort of energize the whole team and the whole, honestly, the whole crowd, you know, the fanatics took over Sierra Canyon's gym. How does it just help everyone sort of get electric? Um, well, I kind of took that uh, from Mason Hooks. Obviously, you know, he was a very fiery and competitive person. And, you know, with COVID, we haven't had fans in two years. And, um, you know, I've been to a couple, you know, football games, soccer games where, you know, I was a part of the fanatics up there cheering and stuff. And, when they're cheering, uh, cheering us on, um, it only makes me want to play harder. And um, bringing that energy, you know, it, it definitely has helped us, um, as we've seen on road games at Sierra Canyon and home games against Modern Day and Notre Dame. And just interacting with them, uh, it makes it fun for the players and the fans. And it just ultimately makes the game fun for me because now um, we have the support and uh, it makes me just want to play harder. So, Lastly, just... Looking at the game specifically, game plan wise, you know, you guys match up pretty well against Centennial. What's going to be the biggest focus going into Friday? Um, I feel like it's going to be a game of runs, and they're gonna they're gonna punch, and we gotta be able to bounce back from that. We can't we can't go in the tank. Um, it's uh, they got a lot of talented players, so it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to to contain everything. On we we have a great defensive game plan, but it's it's hard to contain people that five stars, four stars. Like they're gonna do their thing, so we just got to uh, just rally and, and stay tough throughout the entire game, stay together. I thought in the Sierra Canyon game, if you watch it, we're uh, they go on a run and we all go in together and we're, we're huddled around. One of my favorite pictures was all of us just together. And if we're together on Friday, then I feel like we'll be successful. So.
Um, I think uh, one thing is our bench. We have a we're, since we're we have a deeper bench than than Centennial. Um, I feel like you know with the production of Robert Hinton, Trent Perry, Nicholas Kamenia, and many others. Um, I feel like that's going to be a huge uh, important factor along with. Uh, rebounding Centennial is a very athletic team like Sierra Canyon and they got two bigs in Devin Williams and Eric McBride that crash the boards really hard and and it's up to us guards to help out uh, Jacob and Landon on the boards and uh, secure um, those possessions so that way they don't get uh, extra possessions and more chances to score. Thank you so much for joining us. Good luck against Centennial. I'm Danny Lynch with Jake Lancer. We'll see you next time on Coach's Corner.